0: into every generation a champion is born. One contestant in all the world. A chosen one. They alone will wield the strength and skill to fight the arcane knowledge and the torture of the hot seat. To stop the spread of the ignorant and the swell of their number. They are the champion. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Beat My Guest. I'm your host, AJ Mass. If you're new to the show, each week I invite a guest to sit in the hot seat and field questions in a wide variety of topics, earning as many points for the episode as they can. For those of you playing along at home, you have but one task set before you, and that is to see if you can beat my guest. But before you can beat my guest, you need to meet my guest. So let's give a warm welcome to today's tournament entry, Mr. Steve Bonham. And Steve, how are you, sir?
1: I'm doing well. Doing well here on my off day in sunny Raleigh, North Carolina. It's a nice day out, and yep, nothing to complain about yet. (laughs)
0: <laughs> is it always sunny in raleigh or is that just a philadelphia thing <laughs> that
1: is that is only a philadelphia thing this summer we had a lot of rain
0: Ah, uh, yes philadelphia of course a focus of our attention here as we record this episode uh hopefully uh between the time we record this and the time that this actually goes live uh I'll, I'll, a lot more votes will come in <laughs>
1: yep that's the come on baby tick tock tick
0: Uh, Well, that kind of will give you all an idea of what the uh, atmosphere and attitude of uh, Pins and Needles that we are on, but uh, Steve will be on Pins and Needles today as he hits the hot seat for our Beat My Guess 2020 tournament. Steve, you are the 11th contestant to sit in the hot seat, uh, yeah, out of a total of 16 people who will all be battling out to try and record the highest score that they can, with the top six qualifying for a return visit and the semifinals. You are uh, pretty much in, in the home stretch six here, so... Uh, all right. You know, he said a Stakes. high enough score.
1: Stakes yeah. are important. Might be
0: good. I mean, for you, it's still the one and done, but, you know, for those who are watching, you know, it's like we, we've tabulated <laughs> the, the write-ins, and now we're just going yeah. through the live boat. Or maybe the other way around. I don't know! It, it, it's all confusing. I'll have to get Kornacki on the big board. But anyway, uh, brand new season, Steve. Brand yeah. new rules. Let's kick things off with... A little thing we're calling the this, that, or the other. Those of you who've been listening are familiar with it, but in case you're uh, here for the first time, very simple. I'm going to give you three categories, Steve. Then I'm going to read off a list of ten items for each one that you can place in the correct category. You will receive one point, however be careful the road is fraught with danger because some items may in fact fit multiple categories you will only get your point if you can correctly state all of the categories to which that item fits but two things i will promise you number one each item does fit at least one category i may be evil i may be cruel Mm -hmm. but i'm fair i'm fair it's an honest game here Uh, No shenanigans on that point. Also, these ten items are being pulled at random from a much larger list of possible options, so if you're going to try and use that game theory on me, the first one is category three, this one's going to be in category one, this is going to be category... No, will not work. You can't gnash your way. Out of this, you'll just have to nesh your I teeth.
1: actually really appreciate that because that's what the yeah games like this are always fraught with that problem. It's like it wouldn't be C five times. But... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Indeed, could be. Who knows? Well, I know, but you know, I'm not going to tell you because that makes the game a whole lot easier. Why don't I tell you the categories? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably a good way to start Let's here. Let's do it. All right, this is Beach Boy songs. Names of Beach Boy songs. Is your this? You're that. Fifteen largest Indiana cities.
1: Okay, that's a Indiana. real good one for me. I think
0: Indiana uh, cities. Yeah, yeah. You're uh, in North Carolina, but you might know Indiana. My
1: parents are in from Indiana. My grandma. I've driven all over that state. I'm pretty happy about that. But, okay. Oh, so
0: <laughs> so fighting the temptation to say who's your daddy, but uh, <laughs> and the other is top fifteen all time rushers for the New Orleans Saints.
1: <laughs> okay. What what is the lowest career total on that list? It can't be very high. Like <laughs> anyway, I can't tell you.
0: But uh, again, Beach Boy songs. 15 largest Indiana cities, and top 15 New Orleans Saints rushers. Uh, And one last reminder before we get going. There's a lot of preamble to this constitution here. Uh, (laughs) This is an auditory uh, game, so I will not be spelling any items for you. Homophones are fair play in terms of potentially things coming into multiple categories. Let's get this party started with item number one, Steve. Item number one is Carmel. Carmel is Carmel a Beach Boy song, one of the fifteen largest Indiana cities, or a top fifteen Saints rusher?
1: Okay, well, it is definitely. I mean, it. I mean, it's definitely probably one of the. It's definitely a city in Indiana. It's probably in the top fifteen. It's a big suburb of Indianapolis. I can't think of any Carmel who ran for the Saints. I don't know. I'd know that name. I think. And this, it is a city in California too. Hmm. But I don't know it as a Beach Boys song. And it's not their way. I can't think of like a Beach Boys song just that's just like the name of a city, except for another one that I assume is coming. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to go with uh, largest cities in Indiana only.
0: Largest city in Indiana only is correct. Yeah, this is okay. going to be quite the mind-bender. It seems easy on the yeah. surface, but then you get into it.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: Hopefully you can continue the ball rolling here with item number two. Gary.
1: Okay, I, I have one question: Is it the last names of the top fifteen rushers, or could it be one of their first names as well for something? I mean, for something like that, it's a fairly obvious why I would ask that.
0: Generally, generally speaking, that uh, we're going we're going last names here.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I know there was that guy like Olandis Gary. That's a runner, but I don't know if he would have played for the Saints. Um, and then there's. I mean, it's certainly a city in Indiana. I think I think that's... Oh, mm-hmm. I don't think, how bad are the Saints, man? <laughs> that's the problem. No, I don't buy it. I'm going to say Gary is one of the largest cities in Indiana only.
0: Well, Gary, certainly uh goes without question being one of the largest indiana cities you mentioned olandis gary there's also a running back named cleveland gary but yeah. neither of them played for the saints so you are safe. <laughs> sweet <laughs> all right <laughs> Ooh, a scourge a scourge uh, uh, let's move on item number three item number three
1: is hilliard i remember dalton hilliard that's definitely one of the top 15 rushers for the saints for sure He's probably top five or something. They haven't had a lot of legendary running backs. I I imagine there's a Hilliard, Indiana, but I don't think it's very big. I've never really heard of it. I don't know why that would be a Beach Boy song. I'm going to go Saints Rushers Only.
0: Saints Rushers Only is correct. Three for three. Let us keep the streak going here with item number four, Muncie.
1: Okay. This did occur to me. I have heard of Chuck Muncie. Old school, I think. And Muncie is definitely a city in Indiana. It's pretty famous. I suspect it's one of the top 15. Ball State University. Really weird if that's a Beach Boys song. <laughs> so yeah, I'll go with uh, Indiana and Saints.
0: Indiana and Saints, the double dip there for your point. Well done. Four for four. Moving on to item number
1: five, Barbie. Hmm. Beach Boys? You don't
0: sound very sure.
1: I don't. I'm not. I don't know that Beach Boys song, but the, it it doesn't make sense for the other two, in my opinion.
0: Fair enough. It is indeed a Beach Boys song. Five okay. for five. Well done. A perfect first half. Moving on to the second half now. And item number six, Marcella.
1: That feels very Beach Boys. I think that's yeah. I mean, I guess it could be a running back from somewhere, but yeah, we'll do we'll do Beach Boys only.
0: Beach Boys only is
1: correct. Item number seven, Ingram. Some of these I, I, I want to hear the Beach Boys song Ingram. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, but I, I assume that that would be your your Mark Ingram, the 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 new one, not Mark Ingram the the old one. But uh, yeah, Mark Ingram definitely a saint. Never heard of Ingram, Indiana. So yeah, um, saint.
0: Saint is correct. Mark Ingram uh, double sticks. He goes by Mark Ingram. II I. I yeah. uh, which would yeah, that would be a good good. Is, good he, is he
1: the son of Mark Ingram, the other one?
0: No, but he's still an AI. Like yeah.
1: like the like the uh, like IMDb style, like Mark Ingram. Uh, well, <laughs> as seems,
0: someone who dude. as someone who most of you know uh, does edit for ESPN, I, I need to know all the players with the double sticks, the triple sticks, the uh, Will Fuller of the fifth, the fifth, which is a V. Nice. Uh, a lot of juniors, a lot of seniors. It's it's sure. crazy. Yeah. It's not and just because
1: everybody started going by it. like It became hype in the 2010s or so.
0: Indeed. <laughs> you know, Davis Love started the trend way back in the day. DL3. <laughs> but <laughs> Golfer's getting no respect. He was
1: more like explaining why he's like, that's the sense <laughs> I got. But... Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, I, I think this one would kind of go, Well, he's running down the field of the Superdome, going for six now. <laughs> Mark Ingram, go Mark Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let's continue our surfing safari with item number eight, Kokomo.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's that. So it's definitely a Beach Boys song. I've been through Kokomo, Indiana. It isn't exotic. <laughs> I can't think <laughs> of any place that less deserves. <laughs> um, I, I think it's going to be top 15. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty below the top 10. But yeah, I mean, that's clearly... I mean that's I feel like that's kind of where this <laughs> where this game came from. So yeah, I'm going to go with Indiana and Beach Boys.
0: Uh indeed, Indiana and Beach Boys. Yeah, I kind of figured when you started blabbing earlier that this was the one you were you're thinking of. So uh well done. Pokemon on-
1: is the nearest Reasonably sized city to my grandmother's hometown of Logansport, Indiana, which I assume it's not coming up next. <laughs> well, it is a Beach Boys song, so you never know. Uh, <laughs> item number Logan's nine, Spaceport could be a Beach Boys song. <laughs> <laughs> item nine, Johnny Carson. Um, jo- <laughs> Johnny Carson, Indiana. That's so, that, that would make me laugh. It would be amazing, but um, I think it's just a Beach Boys song. Yeah, Beach Boys song. Beach Boy song it
0: is. Yeah, more likely would have been David Letterman, Indiana, (laughs) probably.
1: I assume assume at some point Muncie has been named David Letterman, Indiana for one day, right? Like, that seems like something. (laughs) Anyway.
0: Quite possibly. Quite possibly. uh, With a a little gap in the middle of the road that you could drive through. (laughs) Your final item for
1: this, that, and the other is Greenwood. Hmm. We sure it's not none. I know it's not none. I'm just joking. Such a boring name. I mean, if it's there, it's a it's it's a it's a it's a hyper nondescript suburb of Indianapolis. I guess that could be true. I guess like Greenwood, Indiana rings a bell. There is no Saints running back named Greenwood that rings a bell. Could be some kind of beat. I'm just gonna say Indiana only.
0: Indiana only is correct, and you have had a perfect this that or the other ten for ten. Well. Son, sir, how you feeling now that you've gotten that uh, hell a good start? L- little,
1: Deuce, little Deuce, little McAllister, you don't know what I got. <laughs> Indeed, that another thing done. that may have played in that other part of the category.
0: <laughs> McAllister definitely uh, on the list of top fifteen Saints rushers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just not one of the random polls. So uh, well done, well done. So uh, Steve. Yeah, yeah I, for, I forgot to ask you to tell everybody a little bit about yourself. I was so excited to get the game going. So why oh, don't you good. Uh, yeah, go ahead give, yeah, give everyone uh, a little heads up who you are and what you do. I know you're doing a lot lately, so I'm sure uh, <laughs> lately I, I, I want to give you the opportunity to, to share. The hype hype.
1: Yeah, uh, that's fine. My, yeah, my name is Steve Bonneman. I'm a librarian in at Campbell University. Go Camels um, in Buies Creek, North Carolina. I live in Raleigh. Um, I do trivia a lot. It's my you know kind of main hobby slash avocation. Um, right now I've been working on something cool called Online Quiz League USA. We brought over a format from Britain where you play as a team, but it's a little more like a relay race than a sitting around the table talking about answers kind of thing. Like you get your own questions, but you're all playing together. Um, so you're kind of playing on behalf of your teammates. You can pass to your teammates. It's a really fun format. I'd urge you to check that out. That's Online Quiz League USA. Um, we are also launching a solo pop culture only event that'll start in January. I'll be posting about that all over the interwebs as I am allowed to do. But we're really excited about that. It's uh, another thing where you get your you you play live matches against three other players, and you know you get questions to yourself. But if you miss them, then they get the chance to pick them up from you. So it's a real nice. Competitive format, but it's going to be all pop culture stuff, including sports, but like not too much sports—kind of like two out of fifteen sports. So it's going to be not—you know—we don't want to overwhelm people who don't do the sports. And yeah, we're very excited about this. So yeah, uh, check us out at Online Quiz League USA at on Facebook, um, and uh, QuizCentral.net is our homepage as well.
0: Had the pleasure of being here in this inaugural season, along with my fellow sons at Anarchy, and
1: uh... you guys are are in, yeah, having. You seem like you're having a good time this season. We are, you're and, and some other
0: uh, as of this recording, we are uh, we are uh, undefeated with the uh, four zero oh, and one record there. So uh.
1: I did not actually know that, and I apologize for not pumping you up more. That is, <laughs> so you guys are you guys are right behind Andre. My dinner with Andre three thousand there, huh?
0: Indeed, we are <laughs> looking forward to our matchup with them in a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, taking they're... on the Trash Pandas tonight as we record.
1: Uh, oh, that's so. fun. That's a that's a, a bunch of other yeah. That's that's a very media centric. Match up for
0: sure. In, in fact, just just so you know, and for all of you keeping score at home, the current person sitting at the number six spot and uh, on the precipice of getting eliminated is a member of those Trash Pandas, Miss Kelsey Barkham. So. oh,
1: Kelsey. Okay. Well. All right. I'll have. I her. don't.
0: I don't want to say that you know you're gonna. You're <laughs> I'll gonna have, have
1: to send to my condolences school. when this is all over, Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, he's getting cocky. 10 for 10, and he's cocky. <laughs> well,
1: Let's see how it turns out here. Uh, I'm, I, I'm never that cocky. I'm just... I'm I'm, I'm playful. That's what I'm doing. Uh, on your show, On your show, I never have any idea what's going to come up, AJ. So <laughs> I could go 0 for 10, too. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yes, we, we have that round coming up. Uh, <laughs> well, Steve, I've been... Uh, you know, we've been talking back and forth. We've been sharing a little knowledge here. I tend to do a lot of the knowledge sharing here. Uh, but, you know, I like to give my uh, hot seat residents a little chance to show off what they know, so uh, in the spirit of that, Steve, what do you know? You've prepared a little fact for us. Uh,
1: tell us. Yeah, yeah so uh, my favorite stories are things that sound like they're made up and turn out to be true, um, and this particular one definitely fits that category. It's actually attested in multiple sources, but um, what's the best adventure movie scene of all time? What would you wow, say? Wow, I-
0: I mean, you know uh, what I mean?
1: Like what? 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 What springs to mind?
0: Well, certainly, it's it's got to be Michael Douglas and and Kathleen <laughs> Turner going down the waterfall and romancing the stone, right?
1: That's that's a very good one, and I would say this is very adjacent to that. Um, this, uh, you know, pretty iconic is the boulder scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark's intro. I think a lot of people may have already thought of that one when, when I said that. I hope they did anyway.
0: I like to zig when other people zag. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's I, 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 I kind of knew where you were going there. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, that that scene, um, uh, George Lucas has said uh, multiple times, was an homage to a. Scrooge McDuck comic that he had read as a child his favorite comics were the Carl Bark's Scrooge McDuck comics Carl Bark's of course sounds like a communist dog but uh he would uh B A R K S but uh it's but that is really true he actually like basically lifted that that booby trap sequence from a Scrooge McDuck comic and then brought it to screen as you know kind of the most iconic you know, one of the most iconic movie scenes of the 80s and ever. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, it's it's kind of amazing, uh, especially because in the DuckTales intro, there's a boulder scene, uh, you know, so that's like an homage to that again, right? So it's gone full circle. So, yeah,
0: I enjoy. it. We'll say that was probably the better choice than to have uh, him base it on a Daffy Duck comic and have, you know, Indiana Jones going, It's
1: mine! It's mine! It's mine! It's all
0: mine! <laughs> that's true, too. That's true.
1: That's more what. That's more Alfred. That's more Alfred Molina's position, right? Like that's.
0: <laughs> indeed, indeed, Doctor Jones. Well, thank you for sharing. Uh, I always like to learn a little bit. It's fun, fun. So thank you so much for that. We're gonna move on now, though. The stuff that I've come up with, which I find much more interesting. Uh,
1: <laughs> Fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the part of the game that I still don't have a name for. So I'm just calling it the middle part of the game where I ask you five questions and you try and earn points or. Something like that. I don't know. We'll come up with something for next season. I'm just, I'm just running this gag into the ground. Uh, <laughs> but it's very simple. It's five questions, and here's how the scoring system works. It's a very complicated scoring system. Uh, if you get question one right, I'm going to give you one point. Question two is going to be worth, brace yourself, two points. Question three going to be worth up to three points. It's a little special question. I'll explain when we get there. Question four... I know, you're not going to believe it. Four points. And question five. 673. No, it's going to be worth five points. Five <laughs> points. That would be funny, though. And if I completely, was thinking completely about... Completely
1: the... <laughs> overwhelming all other parts of the game. Yeah, that's always good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of like the snitch in, in Quidditch. It <laughs> totally makes the rest of the game meaningless. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Steve, uh, let's just get this started here. For one point, are you ready? hmm Absolutely. Going Cyril was a talking head clip show which aired on A and E, which had the hosts comment on internet videos much in the vein of other shows of that nature. What previously existing show was Going Cyril a spin off from
1: Cyril?
0: And I can spell yeah. that for you because I would
1: love it because that, that could help.
0: Yeah, we are no longer in the in the homophone hominin uh, round. Uh, going Cyril is going. I think that was the easy part. Uh, cyril is S-I hyphen R-A-L. Probably oh. riffing on viral, but putting an S there.
1: I, I, yeah, I did catch that. Cyril, yes. <laughs> okay, that helps kind of more than I thought it might. Um, that should be. That's the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you. That's the beardy one on Duck Dynasty, so I'm going to say Duck Dynasty. That's a joke. They're they're all the beardy one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that one. I was thinking of, of the other beardy one. Uh, so yeah, there were there were two spinoffs. Yeah, no spinoffs of Tosh Pointo, oh, uh, I believe, which another in the family of shows. You could have gone in that direction, or the or the soup. Yeah perhaps could have been uh, uh, in its myriad uh, incarnations. Uh, but yeah, there was a spinoff called uh, Jep and Jessica. Boy, that must have been a fun one. Uh, and uh, I guess that was a relationship where they uh, spun off a romantic relationship. And- I
1: guess. You know, I have seen, I think, probably about 12 minutes of Duck Dynasty in my life. It's sort of a... Just randomly in the back. Probably once. about
0: nine and a half more than I have, if <laughs> not more. Uh, Duck Dynasty is indeed the correct answer. Duck Dynasty, well done. One point for you. You're now sitting on 11 points. And we're going to move on to our two point question, which is as follows In 1988, George Herbert Walker Bush was the Republican nominee for president. Getting 8 million-plus votes in the Republican primary. I pray that you can name for me the man who finished third in that race with over 1 million votes in that election before withdrawing.
1: Oh, you're saying third in the Republican primary. Correct. Is that what you're saying?
0: That is exactly what I'm saying.
1: I imagine it wasn't a super-crowded field because he was kind of the heir apparent. Was it Dan Quayle? Dan Quayle!
0: is your answer and i'm yeah. sure you can hear in the background the cheers and the, the howls of delight because you finally have gotten one wrong in this no game.
1: i thought there was a theme i thought they were birds how could you do that this to me that is exactly <laughs> what i wanted you to think i was counting on it sir <laughs> uh
0: yes uh, certainly it is always wise to look for themes here of course the duck dynasty coming off of your a little tidbit there. But the Duck Dynasty also features the Robertson family. And oh. I said, I pray that you get it right. That would be Pat, Pat Robertson. Robertson.
1: He did. He won a primary or two, didn't he? Crazy he did. Guy. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> a million votes and, and uh, ended up. I guess uh, God told him to, uh, to back yeah, yeah, out. Okay.
1: Good <laughs> answer. That's a good question.
0: Well, oh. sir, we are now up to the three point question, and the three point question is. Always one that we have a lot of fun with, but it is a modified version of Fungo, three of a kind. Those of you who are long-time listeners to the podcast know that Fungo is three disparate clues all pointing to the same singular answer. For our game purposes here, I am going to give you one of those three clues. If you can get the answer after just one clue, I will give you three points, if you get it wrong. We're just going to move on to a second clue. If you t- take the answer correctly, give me the correct answer after clue number two. Two points head your way. And if you need all three clues to nail down that common bond, one point for you. Of course, if you get it wrong all three times, that's a big old goose egg, which is kind of on theme for we birds spoke, well, and ducks On and we thought the theme was, yeah. <laughs> all right. Now... Uh, I have arranged this game where I've come up with a clue that I feel is possibly easier of the three, one that's kind of you know average, possibly middle of the road of the three, and one that I think is a little bit more devious of the three. But far be it for me to decide which one you get. You're going to decide that on your own, and randomly so. Uh, oh. They've been sprinkled across three columns, A, B, and C. Which one do you want? B. B it is...
1: for Bonneman.
0: All right. B for Bonneman, Here is your Fungo. Three declined clue for three points. Mountainous horn question mark. Mountainous horn. Hey folks, AJ from the future here. We get a few technical glitches while recording this episode, and Steve answered matter for this one. It took him about .3 seconds, which is why I wasn't able to get him to repeat it. I heard it when we recorded. Yeah, you kind of know how this one's going, don't you folks? Back to the show. Matter is your answer. No matter to you,
1: Steve, for that is indeed
0: correct. Matter Matterhorn, it's a little little play on yeah, words there. A
1: little, little NYT crossword clue there. I like that exactly. That's what we like to do here. Eighty five percent is dark. Ah, yeah, that did. That's that's see, that's cool. I like that, especially alone. That would be a really cool clue. Yeah, to to figure exactly. Out
0: and uh, the the difficult clue I think is Akon song. Don't blank.
1: Oh yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Remember it's been Acon? a while, and I think you'd probably
0: think verb <laughs> yeah. rather than noun uh, there. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, not don't speak. That's no doubt. But no doubt on that one, you get the three points. I'm creating my own references for my own segues. It's crazy. I'm out of control. <laughs> Fourteen points! Fourteen points. Well done so far, sir. And we're going to move on now to the uh, more difficult part of this uh, half of questions that has no name here. It's going to be worth four points. Four points for you. Are you ready for your four-pointer, sir? Absolutely. Bobby Banana, Courtney Cauliflower, Mia Mango, Penelope Pineapple, and Gavin Grape. These are all mascots for what company?
1: Cauliflower? Bobby Banana, Courtney Cauliflower, Mia Mango, Gabby Grape, and Penelope Pineapple? Is that what you said? (laughs) Gavin Grape and Dav- Pineelope. Pine Pi- Pine what none of the rest of them are like that anyway hmm cauliflower I assume these are all I mean these are all fruit and then one cauliflower <laughs> um it's not a drink unless some very strange things have happened with cauliflower recently these are not familiar to me by themselves so, I'm yes, sorry. I'm it's a four point question. <laughs> trying to think about what, like, it's definitely one of these fruit companies, probably, right? So, what if it's, so, like, oh, wait, could it be that the person who finished second in that election was. Is it Dole?
0: Dole is your answer. You kind of took a really left turn there.
1: <laughs> well, I, I was like, I don't know. I was just kind of like, I don't know.
0: Fair enough. Well, I, don't um, I think I've gotten into your head and incepted you, but in a good way, indeed. The person who finished what? second in that election and uh, that primary was Bob Dole with two million votes, and so this is not fruit of the loom, which I thought perhaps would be uh, something that someone might just might guess
1: at. Yeah, I. You know, I recently. Yes, I can say that without giving anything away, right? Yes, because it was last week. It was in my quiz. I noticed that it's basically just grapes on that logo. There's like one apple and then just mostly grapes on Fruit of the Loom.
0: <laughs> so, However, they used to do a commercial where they had uh, an oh, apple. Oh, now?
1: A- yeah, they had, a- okay, they had that-
0: multiple fruit. I missed
1: that 100%. I could have said that, absolutely, but yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. However... This is indeed, uh, you you mentioned that, why is Pinelope so different? Because pineapple is really what they're known for.
1: Yeah, that is true. That
0: would be the Dole Food Company Dole. Well done, four points for you. I did not think you were going to pull that one out, but well, well done. And I I love the fact that you once went back and tried to... uh, yourself in aj's shoes and (laughs) find a connection Well, i
1: mean yeah i i I wasn't sure because like obviously matter was in the middle there so it could have just been anything really theoretically but that may just be unrelated i don't know it's all
0: good sir it's all good four points for you we're gonna add that to your 14 that you had you are now sitting on 18 points and we have one question left in this round it is the big one five points for you if you can get this one right good luck Here it is. What Hawaiian-born quarterback, currently playing in the National Football League, is the all-time leader in passing yards from all players who hail from the Aloha State?
1: (sighs) Well, I mean, I see. Okay, so dull Hawaii. Okay, so that's just, okay. So that's probably not going to help me. This person probably didn't come in fourth to, to George H.W. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> um, I mean, I know a Hawaiian-born quarterback that definitely has been around a while now and started a lot. It's probable... Yeah, is it Marcus Mariota? Marcus Mariota
0: is your answer. Marcus Mariota is the first Hawaiian quarterback who won a Heisman Trophy and played for the Tennessee Titans for many years. He has 13,207 career yards. Do you happen to know what team he plays for now? No! (laughs) He is the backup quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark. We're tying it right back to your little uh, factoid there. Marcus Mariota is correct for five points. Well done sir interesting fact you were wondering you know oh, oh how long has he played could he be uh to a who is uh, just now making uh, last week as we record this made his debut for the Miami Dolphins uh, it's pretty good bet that by the time this uh, episode goes live that he will be number two on the all-time list of Hawaiian quarterbacks passing yards because uh, he only needs about 253 total yards, and he's about 100 yards now, so I'm pretty sure oh, okay. he'll get there. Is,
1: who's, who's, in, who's in between? Is it a random white dude, or is it like...
0: So, yeah, so uh, number
1: three uh,
0: currently on the list with 134 career yards is a guy named Honolulu Hughes. <laughs>
1: From nineteen forty three or something? Like he played he played in the thirties. Yeah.
0: He, uh, played, <laughs> That's exactly the,
1: that that makes me really happy.
0: Yeah, he was uh he was uh quarterback for the Boston Braves back in the day. <laughs> I, 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 I
1: I forgot that that was in the name of a professional football franchise, to be honest with you.
0: And uh yeah, number <laughs> number two on the list uh again with a with a career total of 266 yards i i'm i'm shocked you hadn't heard of him he was quarterback of the green bay packers in the in the late 50s uh and i believe had 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 an empire of of girls gone wild videos this would be joe pineapple francis
1: (laughs) (laughs) i am i am absolutely flat out googling these people and i'll put it this way honolulu hughes not offensive Pineapple Francis, definitely offensive. (laughs) Uh, I just want to be be clear on that.
0: Fair enough. Uh, 23 points! 23 non-offensive points, except for those who are trying to beat my guest, Steve. Well done, well done. Uh, However, we are not finished. Oh, no. There is one final twist to the game. I know Steve has been very busy. He has not been listening. He does not know what's coming. You guys out there, you know what's coming. Absol-
1: I'm absolutely going to catch up, AJ. I'm really sorry. Like, I, I don't have a commute anymore. <laughs> it's killing it's all me. Good.
0: It's all good. We have one question left for you, and it is the question that we here at the Beat My Guest home office call the guillotine! We got the guillotine! Oh, I can see you sweating already. One question was before you, Steve. One answer is required. Here's how it works. If you get it right, I will double your score on the spot. No questions asked. If you get it wrong. Hey, your score stays the same. No harm. No foul. What's the twist, you ask? There is a however. And here is that however. If you choose not to give an answer at all, I don't know why you would do that, but if you choose not to give an answer, if you give an answer that does not fit the question that I have given you, no sandbagging, or what is more likely to happen, if you give the wrong answer that I have pre-selected and designated as the guillotine answer,
1: then it's off with your head and your score. We'll get chopped in half. Are you a QI fan? Is that what's going on here? Is that the, the Klaxon That's what I'm trying to avoid? <laughs> yeah. Too okay. much. All right. Much. This Call is me cool. The I think of New Jersey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like that electing not to give an answer does not save you. I dig that very much. That's cool. All it should be pretty hard to give an answer that couldn't possibly be the guillotine answer I suppose like <laughs>
0: you know we shall see uh here is your question sir and to set up the situation here i mean 23 a huge score and if you if, you know if you get it right that's going to double and send you right right to the top of the leaderboard maximum possible score for an episode is 50 you'll be on 46 pretty darn good uh if you get no harm no foul then that Will be good enough to qualify in the next round and eliminate our poor friend Kelsey. So I know what she's rooting for because if you are guillotined, that chops you right down to 11.5. And 11.5 and ain't not cut the mustard. So it's all to play for, as they say in, in the UK. Here, sir, with all that preamble, all that lead up, all that drama. Tune in next week on. No, get right to it here. Here is your guillotine question, Steve. What country has the highest ratio of population to members of legislature in the world? So you take the total official population, uh, you know, some whatever almanac, world book source, you divide that by the number of people who make up that country's legislature. Yeah. What country's, uh, doing that math. What country is gonna have the highest ratio?
1: Yeah, it's not us. We have an extremely low ratio. Um, although I guess if you count state legislatures, it's less low, but it's still quite low. Um But um there's one that I something is sticking with me here. Um it may just be because it's a ratio question. I'm gonna I'm gonna say more than just this so that I can tantalize you with possibly saying the guillotine answer. That's my goal. Um There's so Iceland has the the all thing which is the oldest parliament and is a very small country and they also have the ratio best ratio of nobel laureates with their one nobel laureate i think iceland is basically the size of like nashville in terms of population it's just not a very big place so iceland is definitely on my mind but it makes me wonder if there's somewhere else that has like a very small you know Populate like a very small population, and has chosen to, you know, have most of them represented somewhere like Nauru or Tuvalu. I could see you absolutely guillotining Iceland. I could see you going, ha ha. I know they have a famous parliament. Like I could absolutely see you doing that. But you know what? I think it'll be fun for people if that happens. So I'm going to say Iceland, AJ. That is my answer.
0: Iceland is your. Answer well. Let us discuss this, shall we? So, uh, what's what's fun about Iceland? I mean, there's a lot of a lot of fun things about Iceland. I would suppose. I mean, uh, I've never actually been, but I've I've seen a lot of uh, documentaries and and whatnot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have friends who have gone. They all love it.
0: Uh, I I think uh, there was a uh, that, that uh, really awful Netflix documentary series with Zach Efron okay. going uh, going around the world with some sort oh, of oh yeah. Uh, it's like
1: right, right, right. This is that. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen that Zac Efron show, and I'm like, "What's the appeal of this?" But I was never a Zac Efron guy. So.
0: Yeah, it's, oh, it's awful. It's I did, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But they went to Iceland. He ate reindeer. It was, it was, it was, it was fun. Oh. Um,
1: so uh, that Icelandic, uh,
0: it, 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 it's fun watching their little uh, legislature there. There's they actually have 63 uh, seats in their legislature.
1: Yeah, um, it probably can't be right then. In,
0: including, including ten members of the Pirate Party, which I just think is hilarious. <laughs> uh, that is actually that is actually the uh, the the second highest uh, <laughs> uh, party membership on, on of their sixty three. The Pirate Party, which just that just makes me laugh. Uh, but yeah, with their with their population being what like three hundred fifty thousand, you know, not gonna get the right ratio there yeah. to be highest in the world. So that means, sir. You have avoided the guillotine answer. Oh, well done.
1: I was. I, was I mean, it's it's got like that. That yeah, it's the oldest parliament. I, I really that could absolutely be a place where you're like, you know. <laughs> so, thank God. Okay.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but I get that out of the way. Um, you know, you you were you were
1: you were mocking
0: earlier the United States. I mean, uh, the United States uh, has a fine legislature. I think we all know. Well, Nate Silver, it is five thirty-eight, and you know you divide that into the population. You're looking at uh, every member of Congress corresponding to five hundred ninety-six thousand people thereabouts. That actually yep. is number that is number two. Number really? Two. Yeah. Wow. Number two in the world. The guillotine uh, answer was Bangladesh, which actually checks in at five hundred fifty-four thousand people per member of le- legislature.
1: But I was literally never gonna say that. Very big country. Very big country. Fair so. enough.
0: But the highest ratio of population members of the legislature. Uh, legislature has about seven hundred and eighty-eight members. Each member represents about one point five six million people. India India is the country okay. with the highest okay. ratio of population to members of the Legislature.
1: You know, AJ, oh, at, no, means... at no point was I actually trying to think of the highest ratio, and I was absolutely trying to think of the lowest ratio. Yeah, I um, the entire the entire time. I was definitely. Doing... <laughs> I would like to be extremely clear that that is absolutely what was going on. There.
0: Fair
1: <laughs> I enough. I guess it saves you from the guillotine, though.
0: <laughs> That's kind of yeah, kind of well done there, well sir. That means your score is going to stay at twenty three. Which uh, is good news for you, uh, because that's going to put you uh, in fourth place with yeah. five people left to go. I mean, you're not you're not free and clear, but you're alive and you're 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 <laughs> I not. I still relaxed. have I
1: still have <laughs> yeah,
0: Exactly, exactly. We're gonna have, we're gonna have a conference, uh, yeah. dis- discuss whether or not you're you're among us or not, and maybe uh, <laughs> we'll vote you out. I'm not sure. But that does mean, unfortunately, that uh, we have to say goodbye to Kelsey. Kelsey, I'm sorry. Not my fault. Steve's fault. Not my fault. No. But uh, I'm sorry,
1: Kelsey. Uh, I'm glad you're in the league, though. I'm, I'm sorry.
0: To do that. Well, you, sir, will... Uh, Waited out as we have five more uh, okay. contestants to go, but hopefully we will be seeing you again in the semifinals. Uh, before um, I let you go and kick you out the hot seats, or anything you'd like to—I uh, mean, you, you pimped out. Uh, I did. I
1: absolutely did. Yes. all, like, USA, live, a lot. USA, yeah. Live trivia, but weekly. Highly games, recommend. Trivia bowling league. That's what we're going for. Uh, if that makes any sense. <laughs> how old? Absolutely how old done. am I? Um, but anyway, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Thank well, you cool. for letting me come on here and talk about that, too, AJ. I appreciate that. But I really like being on your show, and I've been on it a few times when I've had absolutely nothing to promote whatsoever because I like your show that much. Um, yeah, it's really it. fun.
0: And maybe you'll be back. Maybe you won't. But get out of my hot seat for now. Uh, for those of you out there who want to get in touch with us, uh, maybe find more information uh, about that or anything else, uh, I'm at BMG Pod on Twitter. Uh, I can point you in the right direction. You can also join our Facebook group, Pete Might Guest, The Fan's Hot Seat. And if you want to help support the cause, I ain't going to say no to that. Patreon.com slash beatmyguest. Blah, 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 blah. Until the next time, folks, we'll be back with all the of next week. Until then, take care. Thank you for listening. And bye-bye. Steve, go away. <laughs> Bye. Did you beat our guest? Or did our guest beat you? Tell us all about it on Twitter at BMGPod. And if you like what you've heard, spread the word. This has absolutely not been a Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production.